straight, no chaser. What's up, Sonia? How you feeling? Sonia Bellamy, I went to high school, Sonia. Mount Vernon. Money oh, wow. earning in the house. What's up? I'm listening to that DMX album, too. 42 yeah. bus going through Mount Vernon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got some questions about that. We're going to talk about that later. The uh, 42 bus? No, the DMX no, album. DMX album. Okay. DMX album. Yeah. DMX album. Yeah. Um, Straight No Chase of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you, everybody out there. We're back once again. Uh, just coming in. We appreciate it. Like I said, please like, share, subscribe to this. If you have not subscribed, now's the time for you to subscribe. Shout out to everybody in Slovakia. And uh, we need to get it started because we already, like Ross said, a minute late. Where can late. they find us? Where can they find us? Everywhere. That's an excellent question, KG. They can find us everywhere. We're on Instagram, iTunes, Apple Tunes, uh, Podcasts. We out on Amazon Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and everything else. So SoundCloud, brother. There you go. SoundCloud. 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 We everywhere. If there are some podcasts and a way for you to listen to it, we are there. Look up straight with the number eight. No pod, wait a minute, straight, no chaser, the podcast, and bam. So, on that note, let's introduce, we switch it up, KG, go first. What up, let's go, Big Ox. Uh, long ass day of teaching, long ass day of happy hour debauchery, I'm here, let's go. Man, go. what up, debauchery. y'all? He said debauchery from happy mm-hmm. hour, you know. Time, time you, out, time out, time out. No, 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 that is. Hold on, no, let no, me no, just no, say no. This dude don't drink on the show at all. Hmm. Come on here, drink coconut water. Facts. But then he comes from a happy hour. It was a special occasion. Now you said, so but you said so you said a key factor. When's the last time you heard me say that? Alcohol. Doo doo. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead, brother. What up, y'all? Um, Rasheen, Sheree, what's going on? I saw you with the LOL, laughing at John messing up the intros and you know where people can hear us. But what's going on, peoples? Once again, you can hear us on iTunes, it's Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Shout out to everybody that's listening on SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, various forms of social media. So, on that note, you know on what I'm saying? Note. We've got to switch gears real quick. Um, you know, we got our little current topic, current events kind of things. We're going to get into that. But I feel like, you know, I kind of noticed my shirt here for everybody that can't really see it. Music is my love language. And I know that y'all been on the social media, you know, been doing that kind of thing for a minute. So kind of to ease things in as people slowly realize that we on and whatnot like that. Have y'all heard of love languages? Do you yeah, know what this five, is? Five love of languages. Are we okay. really? This is a <laughs> intro, Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. It doesn't have to be. Okay. All right. All right. Love languages. Let's get right. it. But it doesn't have to be them five. I mean, there are technically five exact love languages, which I believe is acts of service, words of encouragement, uh, quality physical time, touch, quality physical time. touch. I don't remember and what the gifts. fifth one is. Gifts. gifts. There, you go. there you go. But I believe that your love language is whatever you say it is. So, for example, my one of mine is music. 
What is one of yours? See, this is like discussion is what people do. Okay. So there you go. Thank you. Okay. My, 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 my love language is, um, recognizing when I need time alone Mm. and supporting that to allow me to do whatever I'm doing, whether it's working on the podcast, working on the novel, Cage, this second novel is this close. I'm up to chapter 78. Ooh. Yo, it's it's a, it's almost it's about to pop. Um, but yeah, so you know, let letting me, you know, do what I need to do. And um, and that's a love language for me. Because she ain't gotta get give me that speech. She can try to hog it if she wanted to. That's real shit. For me, my love language is just quality time. You know what I mean? Like I could spend six hours with you and it'd be the worst fucking day of my life or i could spend 30 minutes with you and i feel like yo i want to spend the rest of my life with you so quality time where i feel like i thoroughly enjoyed myself and it's just like i don't want it to end that's my love language it's quality time go ahead kg that's interesting um Mm -hmm. for you neil for real um my love language i would say one of my love languages is um I would just say recognizing that I, you know, when I need to to breathe and allow, similar to Rashim, I guess, um, do the podcast. I got it. We got a couple of kids again. I I, I shared this a, a couple of episodes ago. It's been crazy around here, but tonight it was like, hey, you got your podcast in the, you know, tonight, right? You know, let me, I'll take care of it. So it's stuff like that, man. That's. That's key. I, I appreciate that. Right. That's my love. Um, mine is money off the books. So I heard that. I love that. Give me more of that. So, uh, okay, that's cool. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Just a little warm up. We didn't, we didn't even thing. know that was coming, so I wasn't prepared for that. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That's what. This is spontaneous. It's straight. No chase. I like you know, words just, of. I like words of encouragement too. But I'm laughing at you, Kelsey. Why you say that was interesting for me when I was just like. And I what said, because you, you kind of like uh, you go dark. You know what I'm saying. So when you think about quality time, you can't. You're not really allowed to go dark in those situations. But think about it. I mean, and, and we'll jump off it. But like, I, I agree with you totally. But think about what I said though. I'm like, if it's quality time that makes me want to spend time with you, you know what I'm saying? Makes me want to invest my time. Makes me want to be around you. That's why I say that. But, you know, I like so the little woman, John. That was a good reflection. And, so and, right. trust, and, with, and with Neil, you got to understand, he, he even though he might steal away from us, if it's a shorty he's digging, mm, this is he, true. he makes time for her. Oh, so he makes make some time I, for her. I can understand that quality time piece. That's if because to, Neil's love language also is physical touch. If I had to pick one from the book, probably mine would be acts of service. That would, that would be mine if I had to pick one from the book. Mm. Yeah, mine is um, physical touch. It was for for a minute, but it, when I did it again, it was uh, words of affirmation or whatever that one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I believe that's that. It. Yeah, that's real. That's real. True. Okay. Well, good. So now we got to kind of pivot a little bit. You know, we always try to touch on everything that's kind of currently ongoing. So, I mean... Um, what, her name is Naomi Osaka, right? The tennis yeah, player. Start. You coming out with that out the gate? 
Yeah, man, I, f I feel like that is a very important uh, topic. So for those who don't know, Naomi Osaka is a tennis player and a professional tennis player. Very good. I want to say she's like, if she's number not number one, she's number two in the world. She's way up there. And she uh, was going to play in one of the tennis tournaments, one of the big major ones. I believe it's the French tennis tournament, right? French, French Open. Open. French Open. He's going to the French Open. And she said beforehand that she is not going to interact with the press and do all her, you know, required press conferences and things of that nature after she plays because she's like, it gives me anxiety. I don't like it. I'm not going to do it, period. And that's it. And the uh, people who was organizing it wound up finding her because she was true to her word, did not engage with the press, and then finally decided that she's just going to withdraw and not play at all. So I guess my question to y'all, and this was kind of uh, very interesting online because there was people that was like, yo, that's good for her. Stand up for yourself. Do what's best for you, Naomi. Womp, womp, womp. I loved uh, Venus Williams had a great response to kind of criticism of him, but I'll, I'll touch on that later. But there was just as many people that was like, that's part of the job. You don't want to play tennis? I mean, part it, playing tennis professionally means you get paid. In order to get paid, we've got to market this game. In order to market the game, we've got to talk about, you know what I'm saying, things that you're doing, you got to talk to the press. So if you don't want to talk to the press, you can't play. Therefore, you know what I'm saying? So my question to y'all is, where does your mental health kind of, where does it interfere with work or should it interfere with your work? Um, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interfere? This is essentially interfering with her job. Like she is at a point, if, if, this is my take on it. She's like, I can't do this essential part of my job <clears throat> and therefore I'm just not going to do the job, period. And that's it. And she's got the money to do that. She's got the ability and the space to do that. I support that 100%. But in the end, you got to talk to the press. You know, that's just the bottom line. So if you ain't willing to do one, you're not willing to do the other, in my opinion. But see, for me, anyway, I don't know how anybody else feels. That that phrase, you got to. Like, at the end of the day, I think you touched on it, John. If I'm not 100%, if I'm not fully myself and able to function at the capacity that I need to function, I'm no good to anybody. So if I don't feel like doing something or if I feel I'm not in the best, let me rephrase it. If I'm not in the best shape mentally to do something, I totally agree. Like, you know, I can't talk to you right now, you know, or we I'll talk to you at a later date. I don't think it should be you need to do this right now, because if my mind state is not able to grasp the questions you're giving me or the topic or I'm not in that moment, you're going to bash me. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If I say I want to take care of myself, oh, who the hell do you think you are? Well, you're an athlete. But if mm -hmm. I do say something and it's not viewed as acceptable towards the public, I'm getting bashed anyway. So I salute her for like, yo, I need to take care of me first. And I think a lot of people need to do that. But I think we've been we've been brainwashed to be like, well, you know, you got to do that song and dance to make everybody feel good. Nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Do do what you need to do to take care of yourself first. Because like I said, I think you damned if you do, damned if you don't. You could tell Neil sauced up. He ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Neil will never talk this much in the first 10 minutes, man. He'll never say that in the first 10 minutes. So hey, Neil okay, really baby, okay. hey we need to get more of this. What you got, Ra? <laughs> um, the, the way I look at it is she did her job when she hit the racket. 
That's that was her job to play tennis. Now, if they work into the contracts that she's got to also talk to people mm-hmm. and, and and do all that other stuff. And that's a part of it. I, I can I can dig that. But if if I remember her statement and I could be misremembering her statement, she tied it into an anxiety she has. Mm-hmm. And and in that if it's tied into an anxiety anxiety, it's about mental wellness and mental health, which means in a real job, you could see a doctor and, and receive accommodations that would say Naomi can't talk to the press because it messes up with her anxiety. And next thing you know, we might have to put her on pills. Like that's why they have Americans with Disabilities Act. So so if people have legitimate uh, physical or um, uh, uh, mental incapacities, they are protected. So if she if it's tied into her anxiety and she needs the protection to not be able to do it, then I'm with it. No, she shouldn't talk. Yep. And, and and that's why I was glad she was like she chucked the deuces and was like, I I'm out. I I, I pull out and I'm gonna take care of myself. Mm-hmm. That's where I stand on it. Mm. Well, let me go ahead and say something that may get the people riled up. Get the computers putin. Get the computers <laughs> putin. I think two things can be right. Um, the fr- she's not playing in America, right? You know, when you go overseas or you compete in sports overseas, they may govern themselves by different rules. Even though she's an American playing overseas, I don't think the same rules necessarily apply. Certain things that, that are legal in America are illegal in other places. So I, I think they're, those things that you afford don't necessarily extend everywhere you go. The laws don't extend everywhere you go. Was she right to pull out to tell to say, hey, you know, I'm having, you know, a mental health crisis and it gives me anxiety? Absolutely. Were they right to find her? Absolutely. If this is the tournament, no different than if you're a professional athlete. If I don't do what my job had to scrap me to do, even though I develop a, a condition, um, the job is within his rights to, to hold me accountable if there are no laws that says they cannot. Um so I think in this situation, she got five, 15 stacks. She said, you know what? I'm not talking to y'all. She could have did the Marshawn Lynch and showed up and was like, next question, next question. So for whatever time frame it is, and she's going to roll out. But that still could be too much for her. And that's okay, right? I think she should protect herself, her mental health. Everybody should do that. If the, if the pandemic can teach nothing, it's everything else comes comes secondary protect yourself, protect your neck and do what you need to do to make yourself, you know, as the best version of you. Thanks. Where I think she may run into some things. And I think thinking long term outside of her, every person can begin to say, I don't want to do certain things. That's a part of the job responsibilities. And at that point, you get diminished returns on, on the product. And most people are going to go for that. So I understand why people would say she should get fined or this is part of the job. Like, I get that. She's also, as an individual contributor, because tennis is an individual sport, mm-hmm. you know, she should be able to say, you know what, man, F y'all, I'm out. Which she did. And I I applaud it. I would do the same thing if I was her, if I felt that way. Man, it, it I don't know about the law piece. It's laughable to to even insinuate that France don't protect people with disabilities. They, I'm sorry. If you got a disability... It is. It is, man, because and even then, I don't know how she's tied into the tennis circuit. I don't know how that operates. I'm just 
uh, uh, this might be a bad example, but when the NFL goes over to London to play, those people who are contracted to the NFL are still American employees. It's not the this same would, thing. All I'm saying is she has if, if she has a, a, what she's saying is anxiety that is flared up by dealing with these um, these media folk. Yes. She is every right to be like, I'm not doing it. And you're right. They do because if they if they say as a part of their um their their standard operating procedures that every athlete has to talk to media. Absolutely. If, and if, they do. If, and if they and if they don't, they're fine. I mean, if that's the rule, that's the rule. So be it. That's all I'm it, saying. Yeah, accept it for what it is. But at the same time, um that what I'm seeing from a lot of the athletes is that th- that contractual obligation needs to change. It needs to change. I don't because think so. I'm saying from 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 what the athletes are saying. I'm not, I'm not saying the professional athletes are saying that that's antiquated, is is old, um, and other folks are saying y'all are just making money off of the athletes. Find another way to make the money if you ain't selling tickets. But why should we have to talk to 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 the media? And that's their fight. If they want to fight that part of it. But I will also say that they have a lot of supporters because like Calm just came out and Calm was like, you know what? We paying fines for every athlete who doesn't talk to the media in a grand slam, and we support uh, uh, Naomi, and we're donating fifteen million to this this um sort of yeah to this athletes organization that deals with like like right causes. So I mean, there's a lot of support for this particular issue, and I just think she. I mean, I'm not saying that she's she's that that the tennis folk are bad for it. I'm just saying that they need to change if if it's dealing with anxieties. Yeah, I, I don't the the way it's, it's been told is the reporters help sell the game, like the coverage, the controversy, like all of that stuff helps sell the game. And if you don't longer have access to certain athletes or athletes in general, then you're left with the product. And if you can't, the stories is what's like the NFL sells their, their franchise stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA sells individual players. Um, beyond the team like if LeBron James never spoke to anybody would you I mean, you would even just be like a person not that that's bad right but in terms of stature exposure etc mm-hmm. having that accessibility is what helps grow whatever thing people got to know us like if we want to grow this platform like I, I'm on IG because of it I wouldn't yeah. be on IG without 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 this 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 this, this podcast right now Ain't no one snatching Naomi's IG. She still got her IG. I'm not saying what? that. What I'm saying is exposure is what leads to expansion. Go ahead, John. What you were saying? You got thought? I mean, basically, I feel like she's got the money. She can decide to do what she wants to do. Uh, the reason that she is the number one player is by playing. You know, that's not going to change or whatever the case is. But if she's trying to make the leap from the, – the fact of the matter is that tennis is a, tennis is a niche sport – it is not a super popular sport. I mean, it is, it, but it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's on the level of like swimming, horse racing, mm-hmm. track and field. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, just golf. They're, those are sports that very few people play. And if you are trying to make the leap from being a superstar in your little area to being like massive and popular and whatnot like that, this is just part of it. And if she has decided that's not what I want, God bless her, she's allowed to do that. But the French Open does, just like most professional sports leagues, have like, yo, you've got to talk to the press. Whether you win or lose, whatever's going on, it's just part of it. So if you don't want to talk to the press, 
then you don't want to play in a tournament. And she made that decision, and that was her call, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think people just – I think a lot of times people want everything to be like their way or for people to make accommodations. Um, it ain't going to be just your way because we got to well, accommodate the other 500 think, damn people that's playing. I think you and Keltry said a good point, but – and forgive me if I sound illiterate with it, but where is it written in contracts that you got to – talk to the press. Because like when Keltrick referred with the Marshawn Lynch, when he was like, I'm just here to get fined. He wasn't talking. He was in that mode of, I'm not fucking with you. I'm just here not to get no, fined. He said he'd, like five, already, six times. He had already been fined, though. The reason he showed up is so he wouldn't get fined. And they, the NFL probably had a conversation with him. Again, Neil. No, no, I'm saying with John's statement of you have to talk to the media. Marshawn didn't talk. He just said, I'm here. I mean, he was present. He was, he was he accessible. He was accessible. Yeah, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, but even that for her could be triggering for that anxiety. Just being accessible with the lights in front of her and the microphones in front of her because of what that what that insinuates. I mean, public speaking is facts is the number one fear that people have. The number two fear is death. The number three fear is falling. People would rather fall out a window and die than get up and do public speaking. Like that is a very real thing, and if you add on top of that people's anxiety, I don't know. I I just think that there needs to be more space for that. I'm not denying that she might have, yes. or anybody might have, whatever issues and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If your anxiety or whatever is not allowing you to do something that is simply part of your job, that's part of her job, y'all. That's how she gets paid. Yeah. That's how. That's why people know her name because the press writes about her. So if you ain't talking to the press, I mean, I, I put it to you like this: name another female tennis player other than Naomi Osaka or the sister, uh, the Williams sisters, in five seconds. Go right now. Name one. Martina Navratilova. How old she is she? She ain't played in like thirty damn years. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. So yeah. right, those are the ones. Those are the ones. Sloan Stevens. Sloan Stevens. Okay, there you go. She the reason that people know them a few years back is because the press writes about them because you are not going to be like, yo, how would you find out who won the French Open unless you read it on ESPN or whatever? Anyway, she's which allowed means, to do what no, no, she no, wants you, to do. No, John, means, John, you, you and I, abs we are aligned, lockstep and key in this because it's, I'm, it's not right. I mean, it's not necessarily fair. Like, the fair doesn't really exist. It's just what it is, right? Like, she signed up to play tennis. That's the sport that she chooses to play. As a and, professional. As a professional. And part of that profession is, hey, let's let's, let's ask some questions. Now, on the flip side, there, there does need to be something that holds media accountable for the types of questions. Because I, I did read, and I saw somebody put that in there, like, they're asking her demeaning questions, like, you know, say, something, say this in Japanese. And right. you know, like that's that's just asinine, right? People just trying to be some jerks, mm -hmm. and you know that they get media training, like all of those. Like when you get to that level, you you do have some type of media training, so they they are prepared for this, and they have publicists around there that get a chance to say, "Hey, don't answer this, say say this or whatever." So it's not like she doesn't have the training, um, but it doesn't it doesn't negate her anxiety. It doesn't. I'm not saying I'm, I'm trying to downplay that at all. Two things can be right. That's her responsibility as a professional athlete and the number two athlete in the world that plays this profession to help be ambassador for this profession by talking to people and, and presenting it. Mm -hmm. She also was within her own right to have her own issues and her own anxiety, her own her own personal conflicts. 
And at some point she has to figure out how to reconcile that, whether that's not talking to him at all and not playing no more or going to some type of therapy counseling and say, all right, these are the, these are the conditions in which I want to navigate under. And both of those are okay. It absolutely is. She, I'm not denying that she has the ability to do whatever she wants to do, but I'll put it to you like this. Like I have a, a very specific custody type thing and I got to be home at a certain point. If my job was not accommodating to me, it's not like I, I wish that I could petition my job to change the rules so that I could leave early, but I can't. Nine it's times different. out of ten, you okay. It it is different solely because we are talking about a mental health concern, which makes it medical. Okay. And, and they are the, your job. If you had like if you had a different example that dealt with a medical concern that required an accommodation, they would have to. Like the law tell they must accommodate you if it's a medical concern. Now, I know there's some question about the whether or not it's in France and whether or not that matters. And then quite honestly, as an athlete, you were 1099. You, 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 you come on now, you get in a contract and you're getting paid and you got to pay taxes on that on your own. I, I understand that. But if we're talking about just regular work and even contracted employees, they are covered by Americans with Disabilities Act. Mm -hmm. And if it is medical, they have to accommodate you. That's that even starts by when you went to school. It has to happen. So is the accommodation, she doesn't talk at all? She talks... The accommodation has to be reasonable. It has to be reasonable. It has to be a reasonable accommodation. I'm so they may, what is the accommodation? What does it look like? Uh, it depends on the situation. It depends. Like Let's if, use it, the situation. We, we don't know what we're talking about. It, it would take a doctor to tell her, look, I'm your accommodation... I'm asking you what your, what your opinion is. I'm not is a doctor. Or... I can't tell you what the accommodation would be for anxiety. They but were saying her, in the comments that she could just talk about tennis. That's what she wants to just strictly... See, it, they focused on tennis and that's it. But it may not just be the matter of her what's coming out of her mouth. It's being the theater of everything. 50 people in front of you, 50 microphones, 50 cameras. Lights, people yelling, talking, me next, the whole spiel. It's, it could be the th that plays into the anxiety. Now, it may be, if I had to answer the question for KG, an accommodation may be, all right, instead of 15 minutes in front of the cameras, you get 10. Because like in, in, yeah, school, makes sense. in school, you know, if you need extra time on a test, they'll give you double time. If it's an hour long test, they'll give you two hours. Mm -hmm. If you're required to have a, a, a note taker because you can't focus enough to take your notes, they'll bring someone in to take your notes for you. you know, yeah. so, like they figure out what those accommodations could be, but it has to reason. be reasonable. So she and, and if 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 the French Open is like, no, we're not accommodating you at all. That's a problem. Then middle finger you. I'm out. Because as she's rightfully and should, then, but, but, but I don't, I don't want, I don't want us to downplay that mental health, the anxiety. Plays Nobody's downplaying it at all. Nobody's doing that because that's a severe, that's a severe issue. Nobody's, Nobody's doing that. It. Again, I'm really saying, go ahead, KG. We're saying she is absolutely right. What she is feeling and experiencing is is authentically what she has. The French Open is absolutely right to say, listen, if you want to play in this tournament. This is what you got to do. Now, if they, if, 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 if within their guidelines, the SLP, standard operating procedure, is if if these issues come up, that we make accommodations, then they should do that. If it's not in the SLP and she's trying to play for the French Open, they within their right to say, we're gonna find you, we're gonna get this bread, mm -hmm. and if you want to leave, the French Open will continue. I tell you this though, if it's if it's that serious, um, and and they are that rigid. 
I do foresee some type of lawsuit in the future to change yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the type of shit that makes me Possible. think. I mean, it's a litigious society, so it's not like it's, it's not far fetched. Mm-hmm. And and I think you said the key phrase, culture. I think it's a societal thing because it's almost like let's say we were all top ranked NBA players, and let's say culture mm-hmm. just had a wonderful night, but something happened, or that you and you just didn't feel like talking at the end of the game. Let's say you scored sixty points, you did everything amazing, but at the end they were like, "All right, let's culture. We're going to talk to." If you didn't feel in the right mindset to talk, it should be upon you to be like, you know what. I don't feel like talking tonight, and you should have no penalty for that. But it seems like that's superseded where it's like, fuck your feelings. You got to come to this meeting, and you got to talk to us. And I think that's where it's like, for me, Kyrie, anyway, that's Kyrie, a little realistic. The same thing happened in the NBA. Kyrie refused to speak to, to the press, mm-hmm. said it was about his anxiety. He got fined as well. Uh, and then he came around and started talking. He actually down. He, he kind of dissed the media, too. But then he kind of came back and, was, and apologized for the comment. Then he began to speak to the media and, and say what Rasheen talked about. Let's keep it about basketball. This is not new. Right. This ain't a new battle of fight that she's that she has. It's fresh because she she's the person that's targeted it, and it's 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 an individualized sport. And because she is an individual contributor and left the entire thing as a number two ranked player, that it is is more notoriety around it. This is. To some extent, like the mayor in, in uh, Chicago, right? There's a white reporter who is Lightfoot. Does she said that she only wants to talk to black reporters, so there's more representation? You ever heard about this? Look it up. This, this, this is a wild story. A white reporter is suing her for discrimination because he doesn't have the access. What does this have to do with Naomi Osaka? <laughs> Mental health. That's- Equality. This is driving me crazy. Mental exactly. health, equality. No, those. Okay, never mind. Finish, the white, finish the white media might be driving her crazy. Finish your thought. As the mayor, so, so she she said the white media is driving me crazy. She might say that's how she might feel. So, okay, all right, she might feel that. <laughs> and now we all got to accommodate that. Oh well. Speaking of accommodations, unfortunately, the second big thing, uh, Bonnet Gate. So y'all got to those, break that down for me. Okay. That's yeah, good. I didn't hear right. that shit either. Okay, y'all had y'all are not on social media like that. Let me explain. So, last week, sometime, some random man took a picture of a bunch of women in an airport or a mall or somewhere that had on a bonnet. Now uh-huh. you know what a bonnet is, right? Let's yeah. not. Okay. Oh, cool. that's what Monique was talking about how you should dress yes. appropriately and blah blah yes. blah blah blah. Okay. It all started with this dude who took this picture and said that the women was you know looking inappropriate, womp womp womp, and that caused a little. Kerfluffle on the internet. Kerfluffle. That's your like that. word. That's your go to. <laughs> that is my go to. <laughs> so then Monique heard about this whole situation and made a video basically yeah. criticizing black people, specifically women, she for wearing criticize. their bonnets outside. Yeah, she, she, she did. She, she said, did. Yeah, she She's just did. saying we got to do better. We should That's do better. That's criticism. That's criticism. Eh. She was like, If you're wearing this outside, you do not. Ha- what happened to having respect for yourself? What happened to dressing appropriately? That's criticism. So, needless to say, this pissed off damn near everybody. So, it kind of people fell on two kind of levels. Like, yes, it's okay to wear the bonnet outside. No, it's not okay to wear the bonnet outside. First of all, let's establish this from the gate, gentlemen. <laughs> get on record. Where are you? Are you pro bonnet out the house or? Anti bonnet out the house. Go for it, Neil. Since you since you know what is it? Which one? Which one? Which one is appropriate? Straight no chaser every time, every time. <sighs> okay, 
The old school. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 are you with it or are you? No, 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 no. I got you. I'm, I'm giving you a real perspective. Okay. That's why I said straight no chasing. Okay. The real, the real Neil that y'all know. Yeah. I think that shit is fucking tacky and fucking horrendous. Okay. But at the end of the day, being mature about it, my opinion don't really mean shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my input don't have no impact on your life. So if you feel comfortable doing that shit and that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? I, like I beg to differ, sir. As a parent of two young ladies, your opinion it about happen. it ain't happening. They wouldn't do it. There you go, America. Okay. You know what KG. I'm but but no, but uh, uh, real quick, I'm sorry. But I'm yeah. saying, like, and I've learned that from KG within a couple of with these past couple of weeks. Like my opinion really don't mean shit on the masses. So I could see a young lady in a bonnet and be like, to myself, that is some fucking ghetto ass shit. But who the fuck am I to say that shit? So if she wants to wear it and she feels comfortable, because I think Monique even said, you know, with the furry sandals and the pajamas through the airport, who am I to tell somebody that I don't know what the fuck you should wear? You know what I'm saying? But if it's somebody associated with me, I know that shit wouldn't pop off. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like me walking with my lady or my daughters through the airport and I have on pajamas or I have on fucking flip-flops. They would check me on that. So anybody that's in my circle, I can have an opinion, but to somebody I don't know, shit, my opinion don't mean shit. You know what I mean? So that's where I stand on it. Do I agree with it to answer your question? No. I think that shit is ghetto as fuck. Thank you. That took about five minutes. Now, yeah. <laughs> KG. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, you um, I would say I'm team no bonnet. I think that people look, fair or not, people look at your appearance and make make judgments, right? Mm -hmm. um, and whether you people do it or not, I don't I don't care about it. I don't to to, to Neil's point, I'm not really in circles where people come out and the outfit is a bonnet, pajamas and and slippers. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like a an, an emergency. I don't know if people choose that to be the outdoor outfit. If people choose to do it, that's on them. Right? That's not that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Um but we're talking about preferences. Right. And my preferences don't have anything to do with, you know, what somebody else chooses to do. That's their preference. And for me, that's a growth mindset. Right. Like as I, years ago, I probably would have been really adamant, like you can't you shouldn't do this. I don't care. I mean, you that's that's on them. I'm not associated with with individuals. They're not with me. Um, and if somebody was coming with me. I'd be like, are you getting dressed? And they was like, no, nah, this is what I'm wearing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I, if, if I have to pick a place. KG, like, all right. All right. <laughs> but if it's team bonding or no bonding, I'm going to team right. no bonding. Okay. So, so far we got two no bonnets. No bonnet out the house. All right. Ra, what's up? Yeah, I, I hear a lot of no bonnet, team no bonnet with qualifications. Mm. Um. I'm not qualifying nothing. <laughs> I I I think it's I think it's ratchet. Wow. I do. I mean, wow. you just you just hop out of, out the car at the supermarket, at the DMV, 
on your way to to school. You you just got to bond it on. I think there's certain things you should wear in the crib and there's certain things that you should put on your body to present yourself when you step out the crib. And just like, uh, you know, just to piggyback off of something Cage said about, you know, people judge you. Like there's this thing called the the, the 7-Eleven rule. And and they talk about this in um in higher ed. They talk about this in corporate America. Within seven seconds of meeting somebody, people will form approximately eleven impressions about you right. just off of what. The, and it's it's for right or wrong, good or bad. Not saying it's it's good. It hap- It just happens. People read books by the cover, and you run around here with a bonnet on your head. I'm just sitting there like, nah. And and it's the same thing, sis. I see sis in the, sisters in the comments about talking about the do-rags. Yeah. Same damn thing with the do-rag. You're not going to yeah. catch me out in public wearing my do-rag. You're not. You <laughs> might catch me question. out in the back of the house because I got the dog with me and I'm just letting him go in the back <laughs> of the house. But I'm going right back in the crib. Word. No. I, I think, what if, I think what is she, what do they have in the bonnet and they're fully dressed? Like there's an yeah. the outfit. I need that, makes outfit. It, that makes it worse for me. Word. Just, if you if you took the time coming from the, but they could be coming from like the uh, the hairdresser or something. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from the hairdresser, your hair is done. Yeah, but you don't want the curls to fall. Thank True. You. I, you know what? To Kelton's point, I have seen some. All right, I have, I've seen that. curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but but quite. But if you, but if you got on if you got on pajamas and slippers and a bonnet, that, but let's not let's in not totality. Take, I think that's interesting. And let's not take the the exceptions and make them the rule. More yeah. likely than not, when a sister's running on the street with a bonnet, she's not coming from the hairdresser. And that's so, okay. It, it, I'm just saying, if if you if you really care that much, you could put a head wrap on over the bonnet. You could put a hat on. You could do mad things. I'm just, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. And, well, and, 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 and Jules, same thing with a do-rag. I know you say nothing's wrong with a do-rag. I wear my do-rag to bed. Facts. I put it on when I get out the shower. Well, I don't wear no do-rags, but I got yeah. you. Facts. And then uh, when I'm ready to go out the crib, especially when my hair's cut, brush it real quick. And then I'm going out. Pre- I'm, pre- I'm presenting my 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 360s. I'm not going out there with my little do rag on. What you say, John? What's up with the sisters with the box? Um, I'm 100 percent with it. Wear it everywhere you want to. Goddamn, wear it. I detest that whole mentality of like, you know, uh, you've got to present yourself in a certain way, or you deserve respectability politics. Die. Pardon me. That's that I BS. Mean, no, it's, it's not. It, it is BS, but it should not be the BS that it is. I don't particularly see any difference between wearing a bonnet, wearing a burqa, wearing a baseball cap. It is designed to cover your hair. Uh, most women that have a bonnet on, I'm assuming, have good sense and have it on for a reason. They're trying to protect their scalp. They're trying to protect their hair. Uh, who am I, I? So what? You know what I'm saying? Uh, sick P, uh, S-I-K-H and Muslim people cover their hair. Sikh women, I mean, Sikh men uh, cover their hair um, as well as Muslim people cover their hair, as well as Rastafarian people cover their hair, as well as various other kind of sects and groups of people. For whatever reason, nobody looks twice at them and nor should they. Uh, It boggles my mind why this is remotely anybody's damn business. And I wish somebody would say something to me if I had on a uh, do-rag, which I don't ever have to wear. But if I did... I respect your opinion, John. So I'm saying, so hypothetically, you was going to the movie or something, and Shorty came out with a bonnet and some pajamas on because you was just going right. to the movies. You wouldn't right. give a fuck. You'd be like, "All right, let's go." And like Matthew said, you you yes. going on a dinner date? Shorty, come on with a dinner date. You be all right, John. I don't particularly care. I don't she care. Might 
But the thing is, she wouldn't be able to get into certain establishments, right? Like your like your attire and appearance. Is Yo, do y'all hear yourselves? That's so funny to me. There, there like, are certain you, restaurants. There are certain restaurants that will not let you enter if you're not dressed appropriately. John, think about there. back in the days. Prime example, not to yes. cut you off. I'm sorry. Think about did. back in the days when we used to go to the gardens. Yes. If I have on no, if I had on what was it? I remember one time I was with y'all. I think I either had on boots or sneakers or some shit, and I had right. to go back to the towers to change because I had on the wrong footgear. So you it's like protest then, right? They, he said you ain't protest then. We've been they've been setting precedents for certain establishments. If you have, if you because if you are a um, private establishment, you're you a club, can't hear you no more. You put it back. If you are a private establishment, you're a club, and you say that I don't want to have certain people, you know, in my club wearing oversized T-shirts, I find that racist as hell. It was racist back when they was when they was doing it. If I had the same kind of mentality that I had now, twenty years ago, I probably would have walked home with you and Damn. not come back out. That's not racist. That's hella racist. That's it's hella racist. racist. I'll put it to you like this: that you will never see a dress code that's like you can't wear no boater shoes or plaid chino shorts. Or you know, uh, wingtip shoes in our establishment. It will always be something that the majority of your people wear. Like you can't wear no overpriced t-shirts. You can't wear no oversized white t-shirts. You can't wear a, a team hat. Damn that! I would rather not go. I'm not going no place that I feel like you have automatically precluded. You don't, you clearly don't want my money. So therefore, let me go someplace where I'm appreciated. That's what I would do. And no, I would never. Um, be mad or upset, and anyone that has dated me could probably attest to this. You come out the house with whatever you got on your head, whether you got a head wrap, whether you have your scarf on. You think I ain't gonna take you to IHOP just because you ain't got you got a scarf on? Come on, IHOP. man. Every, again, IHOP, love IHOP baby. Waffle House, Checkers, yeah. all of these stuff. No, I don't care. And that makes and that's not ratchet. That's not ghetto. Speaking, you can't of, get in the DC chop house like that. I don't think. I wouldn't be at the DC Chop House or Steak Forty Eight. Did y'all see that so John, uh, meme about Steak Forty Eight? That's so, John. Let me talk with you. Right. So, when you, so when you hear the statement of when you step out, you should be presentable. You don't agree with yep. that statement? I think that you are very presentable. I think that we. Yeah. I think that this country is founded on anti-blackness, and black people are the omni-Americans. And a key ingredient about being black is having a distaste for your own damn people. So. If hold, you, on second, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're saying oversized white tees, right. baseball caps, right, and bonnets is a representation of my people. One hundred percent. I think there's an element of my people that that represents, but okay. that doesn't represent my people. It's I nothing agree. is one hundred percent representative of your people. I mean, uh, so do That's, I was particular dudes. about my question. Three-piece suits are also representative of black people. But you, I mean, how are you going to sit around and be like white t-shirts is not something that black people, is not kind of a intrinsic to John, black culture type thing. John, I'm racist. You are. Let's say, <laughs> let's, let's, let's say, we, let's say we open up a, 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 a bar right. and grill in D.C. and we call it Horsemen. Okay. Right. Let's say we do that. That okay. sounded up already. I like that. Right. I'm with you, Kelch. Any, 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 any cast walking up in there in white t-shirts... Mm -hmm. Baggy jeans, mm -hmm. goals and grill in their mouth. I'm mm -hmm. looking at them twice. Or what we I could am. do, what we could do is not have a spoken <laughs> raw. 
What we could do is not have a spoken dress code, use our powers of discernment, and when we see some kind of problem starting up, then you specifically inject yourself and talk to that one individual person. So just because he walks in the door wearing a team jersey or she walks in the door wearing a bonnet, but she's spending her money or engaging in business or whatever, they're not causing no problems. Why would I preclude them from spending their money with me? That don't make sense to me. More, more likely than not, they're not their money. More likely than not. All money ain't good money. Oh, because, so their money is no good because they got I'm on a certain saying, garment? Not, no, you're you're making that leap. I'm just no, saying. No, you're the one that brought that up. You said I don't want their money. And I just said no, all money Ross ain't good said money. they don't want their money. I want everybody's money. You think I'm not going to take somebody's money because they come in some damn flip-flops? Bring your flip-flop wearing ass on in here. Come get some of these chicken and waffles. As long as you ain't got no problems, you're not causing Dog no issues. Dog you know, Ra? I mean, you John, know, Ra? John, you're speaking your truth. So that means you don't agree with that statement, John, about the way you dress makes you act a certain way at times. You know what I'm saying? You don't believe in that? The way you dress, make I don't believe in that. Make you act I, a certain I do. way. Sometimes, sometimes if you want some old baseball hat, chill, thugged out shit, and you in your tailored three-piece suit shit, it makes you feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like certain clothes for certain times. I do believe that. It sounds crazy, but I, I really do believe that. Sometimes you might be on some chill cargo shorts, hat to the back. You really don't give a fuck. You might be like a certain person who won't laugh and you might want to step on tables <laughs> and get kicked out. Or if you got on that three-piece suit, you ain't you ain't acting in that particular manner. Well, just I, like we were just talking about with, um, what's her name, with uh, Naomi Osaka or whatever. Everybody's got a job. Your job, if you come in in a bonnet or a do-rag or some furry slippers or pajama pants or whatever the case is, you probably ain't going to have that job very long because your job has a certain kind of criteria. It's a dress code. And that's it's a dress code. That's at your job because you are there to earn money. Womp, womp, womp. If you just go into the store, you mind your business, you go into IHOP, you're going to go pick up your kids, or you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. I am, I would not sit around and be like, how dare you? You are ghetto and ratchet and colorist and oh, respectability politics or whatever else. I would just be like, yo, you got to protect your hair. Or maybe you just don't want people to look at your hair. I wonder why it is that we look sideways at so many people that are doing this, but we have nothing to say to the many people who cover their hair for various other reasons around that. But you know, whatever. I, I don't, I, because I, I I understand that there is a reason behind why they cover their hair. Why is their reason more acceptable than the women's reason who might be protecting her hair from the elements or from whatever the hell she decided to do? Or maybe she just wants to put on a damn bonnet. I'm and with y'all women. I'm and, with y'all on this one. And, 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 and let's stop acting like all head coverings are the same. Facts. Okay. They're oh. not. Facts. A bonnet A bonnet is not a hijab. It's Facts. not. Just because Why? The, head, the head is covered, right. a bonnet is not a hijab. What is the, dif- what is the difference between them? A hijab has, has a religious, religious right. cultural but, significance. Yes. Okay, but the bonnet a, does not. A bonnet is, I just didn't feel like doing my hair, so I put Hold a, on, a bonnet over it. Rashim, uh, for y'all who might not know, Rashim has a very in-depth, like, uh, is a religious student. Knowledge. I, I get, a lot in of religious knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Ra, how many times does the Bible say that you're supposed to cover your head? The Bible doesn't say it at all. Oh! Okay. That's why I was specific to say cultural. Okay. That came, about- and, and quite honestly, the Muslims got it from the Christians. And then the okay. Christians was like, "I right, we gonna do what we want," but that has nothing to do with the sister with the bonnet at but the Valero gas station. Who? Those how do you know that? Maybe she is covering her hair because it makes her feel stronger and better. Maybe it helps I, with her anxiety. Maybe it's you know, 
You know, right. say, you know what right. I say to you with that, John? Because I know you're a great father. So let's say everybody was going back home for a family reunion. I might disagree with that. There you go. <laughs> well, I think you're a great father. Everybody on here is a great father. So you're going to the family reunion, and your daughter was like, Daddy, I just feel like wearing pajamas and a bonnet. Would Man. you, would that be, exactly, would you Listen. be okay bringing your daughter back home with pajamas and a bonnet during the middle of the day and be like, that's how she felt like dressing? Right. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, my daughter is 14 right now. She's probably, she might actually see this. She, I disagree with nine times out of 10, her outfit, just about every damn time that she steps out the house. She is the type of chick, a uh, little girl that will wear a hoodie. <laughs> She'll wear like a hoodie when it's hot. She'll have on like uh, clothes from last year. She'll wear mismatched socks. I just disagree completely with what she got on. And it's almost because I disagree so hard with it that she will be like, I'm definitely going to wear this now. So I've learned to just be like, hey, I don't like how you look. To me, you look crazy. But if that's what you've decided to do, you're going to have to learn the hard way. That's my, that, was my, that was my position the whole time. Right. It ain't, that ain't our position in this household. Um, yeah, my, my position no. is yeah. I it ain't I, I, it's not my preference, but if that's what you want to do, do you? Who no am I to tell you what you should and shouldn't do? Now, no no woman or young lady coming out of this house wearing a bonnet in public. Period. Yeah. This is what it is. Facts. I'm with you on that. Now, now everybody got to run have, how they do. And they have a bonnet on, and then they will put a head wrap on over that bad boy, but they not walking out of here with bonnets on their head. It's not happening. Mm. May I ask? And this, this is, feel free to say it's nobody's business. We're getting a little personal, but is there anything that the women in your house can say, no, you ain't doing that. You're not going out the house like that, Ra. Hold is on it, a second. To us? To me? To me. No, Ra. Ra was like, if the women in my house, Absolutely. my wife and my daughter, try to walk out this house with a Absolutely. head wrap, not you, know why? you know why? Because I believe that, uh, one, I trust the women in this house. Okay. Wife and daughter. They could both look at me and be like, mm -mm, you're you not wearing that outside. <laughs> and I will I will turn around and be like, okay. And I will change. It don't make me a beta. It don't make me someone following the women. It, uh -huh. I trust them. and But I also have my own personal philosophy that there is a time and place for everything. Thanks. And me being out in public is not the time or place for me to be wearing busted, broke down, bummy stuff. And I totally, agree. I totally agree with Rod, John. You know, I live with my daughters. So if I'm going out the house, I actually, I trust them so much that I ask my daughters to give me the once over. And they will scrutinize me from head to toe and be like, nah, dad, that don't go with that. Change that shirt. Put these sneakers on. And I trust them because they, they, they know fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to business attire and doing the business stuff, I got that on lock. They'll be like, dad, you got that. But if I'm doing some casual stuff and I feel like, I may feel like that that bonnet chick and just want to go out with some flip flops. They're like, Daddy, no, what you doing? Wear those sneakers, wear that, and they'll check me. And I'm like, you know what? I respect that. So yeah, they can check me. Hey, there you Here, go. As my wife put in the comments, it has happened. <laughs> it has. And, hey, and Gigi, can your wife check you if you don't, if you don't come out right? You always dress. You know what? I will give props. Keltrick, I think you are a well put together dude, dude. I I I salute you. You my little brother. But I'm saying, has there ever been a time that you was coming out the house and and the wife was like, ah, ah, change that? Nah, I'm 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 not that kind of. I don't have that kind of ego. Like I'll go to her first and be like, hey, how does it look? And yeah. she'll she'll tell me like, hey, you know that's that's cool. That's not. I mean, even like proud of us being married. Like I would go to any 
there'd be women friends that I have and be like, even if I'm shopping, I may send a picture like, hey, do you, how do these shoes look? You know, and, and just to get some perspective, right? Because I'm, I think people get stuck up on it. They think they have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. You know what I mean? So I, I trust my mother-in-law would like, she got a, a, a golden eye for fashion. So I, I sent her plenty of things. She like, you should get this, this color. Like, you know, everybody, we're all, uh, it's a team effort. So absolutely, they have veto powers. I, I have no, I have no idea what AK Adams meant by this comment. I, was like, I, I don't know if she's talking about recipes being passed down or just no. talking about what you should or should not do being no, passed I think, down. I think it's so, from Michael Irvin. Okay, you whatever. Grandma, that's forty. That's true. AK, put another comment up in there and clarify that. I for think me, you know. I think I'm, I'm assuming what that comment represents is the the ancestors would not be pleased in a lot of ways in some of the behavior that they see a lot of our clearly because people be according, behaving in according to john um our great great grandmamas is racist because think about <laughs> it you know what i mean like, like like you know how it is everybody in here is you know has some kind of tie to poetry in the old school Rod knows. We know. Remember back in the days, we used to watch some old Harlem flicks. Just going to the club, they was suited and booted. Forget the Harlem. Forget the Harlem flick flicks and going to the club. If you go back and you look at old school Howard yearbooks, facts every day on the yard. Every the the candid shots of people just chilling on the yard, suited and booted. Yep, it was. They were styling, and then over time, it just became. Well, you you have agency over yourself. You can wear what you want. You, you can, can do what you want, and you absolutely can. But you need to know, just like we said with you Naomi, may be judged with, with Naomi. If you do certain things, there are certain consequences. So if you're running out with flip flops and bonnets, there are consequences. Period. And I think, like, I, I think, like John has said, I think it's the time and place. Because last week, John, when we was laughing real quick, back in the days, you know, we used to go go ahead and get manicures. But then last oh, yeah. week, John oh, was talking to, about, I'm ashy. Yeah. Oh, used to get manicures. I ain't never got no damn manicures. Well, me, Keltrick, and John got manicures. I, I think and I did John was like, yo, I'm ashy I, like, nah, I don't do lotions no more. You know what I mean? So it's the time and place. I guess the times is changing. But massages. Let me do it all. I, I do manicures and still am ashy. So I, I don't know. Look, all I'm trying to say is, <laughs> Um, your grandmama was racist. Your great grandmama was, was racist. Correct. Very much so. Shut up, man. Shut up. That's crazy. No, 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 no. no. I mean, Here's the thing. Wait a minute. 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 There's, let me be very clear. Yes. Older generations were very, very anti-black, did not like other black people, were extremely like prejudicial against our own folks no. uh, this whole, the same, those were the same generations that preserved us right that doesn't mean that they're not racist I'm about to disconnect all of this <laughs> you mean people are racist he go for Umar he go for Umar yes. <laughs> <laughs> listen keep pushing, John. Keep pushing. <laughs> that that's that foolishness it's not and the reason that it's not is because you deserve dignity and respect and non-judgment from other black people that's just like you based on, oh, you know, uh, like you just described, all the people at Howard and how well-dressed they were and blah, blah, blah. They presented that whole thing. So the idea was like, well, if we present ourselves a certain way, maybe the world will respect us. It's not the case. 
So we're at a point. No, 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 we just going to be how we just going to be who we are. There was a certain time where coming out the house with your natural hair was considered, you know, low class. Yeah, like you had to that. get your perm. You had yeah, to get your hair that. straightened and womp, womp, womp. If you dare come out your hair, uh, out the house without your hair combed out and looking right, then you was, you know, low class and everything else. That's progress. Ladies, wear your bonnets. Yeah, I said this. I said that a long time ago. John next said, topic. Oh, God. John, no, no, I, I, let me say this and then we can hop off to the next topic. Right. John said that people wanted to present themselves in a particular way. I'm paraphrasing because they wanted to look better for white people. That that's I'm paraphrasing. You yeah, are yeah, paraphrasing. That's not yeah, quite but, what I said. But. Do you, so you, can you clean it up? Because I'm I'm about to hammer it. Okay, let me let's get it. All right. So I the back in the day, people dressed nicely during. Uh, Howard days back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s to present a certain image. We're professional. Please don't treat us badly because look how clean and neat my suit is. Look how okay. pressed my hair is. Okay. Now go for it. Okay. So what I'm going to say is mm -hmm. people presented themselves nicely, full put together package, mm -hmm. not necessarily because they wanted to show off to these white folk that they can look good. Uh -huh. It's because they just came up from the South and they was used to wearing potato sacks their whole life. Okay. They did it for themselves. There was an internal thing that said, you know what? I can get sharp. I can get fly. I can get, I can, I can style. And it wasn't because they wanted to show off for white folk. They just wanted to say, listen, I want to be able to present myself better because it's good for my own self-esteem and my own image. And to do white people. I disagree completely. Okay, yeah, man. you out I'm, your I'm damn with, mind. I'm with John on this one. No, you out your damn mind. It's the same thing with black churches. There ain't a white person in them black churches in the South coming up in it. In, in, in. When you're talking about the, the, the late 1800s, early 1900s, going all the way into the 50s, white people did not go to black churches. And they weren't getting dressed up and dolled up so they could look good for white people because they mm -hmm. weren't there. There wasn't an audience. Okay. They was having. They were saying, listen. We're not talking the, about just church. I'm talking about when we would go to the store, right? It, but it, People would get dressed up to go to the store, right? Man, because they wanted to be treated right. It, but they weren't treated right. Wanted, it's more than just wanting to be treated right. They was getting dressed up because there was something about self-worth, self-efficacy, knowing that you could present yourself in a particular way. Why is your self-worth tied to wearing some kind of certain clothes that somebody else decides is this is what's appropriate and this is what's not? No, no, no it's, I believe it's tied to the way you look. But the problem oh, is no matter guys. what you look like. No, wait, 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 wait a minute. The problem is no matter what you look like, they don't care about them. Thank you. No, I'm talking about black people. I'm saying yeah. no matter what it is that you look like, you could have the bonnet, no bonnet. Somebody's going to be like, ew, and it's going to be some black folks. You could have uh, house shoes or the Gucci sandals or whatever. There's going to be black people that's, that's pointing the like, ew. That's across the board. No, so that's what? corny and wacky. Y'all need to stop that. Everyone does that. No, everyone does not do that. Whatever. Everyone knows you. Do that. Go ahead, John. I got to go ahead. We got another topic. Okay. Mm. Now. Hey, that, was a, that was a great, great, no, healthy discussion. That was good. That was good. I like that. Great, All right, discussion. so we kind of we gonna have to kind of mesh both of these together because we run it a little low on time. Are we, the, are we gonna do the one with the family? Oh. The family. Wait, John, keep going. Uh, uh, at, a, at a dirty laundry out on social media. 
Are you are you driving this one, KG? Who, who's no? Nah, who, I, I said that to y'all. We talked about that. No, we did. I was going I to. Know. I haven't. Go ahead, John. First sex. Oh, I do. Combined yeah, that's better. With fly me out sex. Okay, so <laughs> that, I like um, that one better. Wow. We're going to try to just summarize this real quick. So basically, another meme out there in the world was like, um, a lot of people do not like or believe in first date intercourse or physical interaction, whatever you want to call it. Personally, on Straight No Chase of the podcast, I wanted to get y'all's opinions. I don't know. What, what, should we do this? Because, you know, this this is one of them kind of touchy little things. Should, okay. Is it acceptable? First interaction. You know, would you would you uh, say to your daughters, hey, it's OK, y'all, if you decide to have intercourse with this man on the first date, that's OK. Would you is that the kind of advice you would give your children? No, no. First date? Absolutely not. <sighs> I get would so you? tired of this. Would you? Would you? I get so tired of this. <laughs> would you? Um, I think that if my daughter came to me and was like, I really like this boy, and I'm just kind of interested in seeing what's going to happen when we get to that point. No, this is the first I, date. You're yeah, the first date. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. First day, not get to that yes. point. That means okay. they've already had a date. Damn that. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Get you it out of the way. You should have sex on the first date. Like, I'm going to teach her that you there are certain things that you must establish early. And, that's and, and, sex is point, and not at 16, but maybe excuse you. <laughs> Go back. Go back. <laughs> you want to listen? Listen. She in the no, she no, 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 that was Jackie. Talking about, ooh yeah, no. let's no. get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I am saying is that first of all, I mean, <laughs> let me be, let me be very honest. All right. I know, Jay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You been controlling for that, no reason let me, right now. Let me try to say this correctly. I don't believe that. Um. Teenagers should be sexually active, although they are obviously sexually active all the time. So we're not talking about children. I'm not saying that right now. So let's get that straight. But let's say 10 years from now, she's an adult. She's grown. Um, there are certain things that I feel like you need to establish, like uh, somebody's. I think we're talking about. I took your question as as a matter of standard practice. Not, well, yeah, so, not, not no, as a one off. No, I'm not saying at 16 finish, you should go out finish, and have sex with somebody. They're going to be one-offs. All of us have experienced that. The women that, that we've interacted with, a lot of them have experienced, you know, one-night stands or, you know, having sex on the, the first night. What, I, what, how I interpreted your question was, are you going to teach, are we going to teach our daughters that, hey, it's okay that, like, we advocate for having sex on the first night? And I'm not going to advocate for that. I'm advocating for do what it is that you want to do to the greatest extent possible every damn time that you can. And if that means that you have decided, I want to, I want to do this. Of course. Grown up me. Not because he wants me to do it and I want him to like me more or maybe he'll take me out to a better place or whatever idiotic as like you have decided this is what I want to do for whatever your own reasons. I think that that's okay, lady. Period. Now, do I want to know about that as your father? Probably not. But, yeah, I would be more interested in um, I would rather her when she's having sexual intercourse with dudes 
I'd rather it be on her terms. Yeah, for me, that's what that's what's most important for me. Yeah, whether okay. it's I think first if you day, if you do it on the first day, that's going to be on her terms. You know, unless you get raped. Right. What, like I said, whether it's first date or whatever, right. I don't want no dude feeling like ha ha ha. I got over on her. Like mm -hmm. it, it would have to be because that's what she wanted. It was her terms. They were protected, and da 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 da. da. I don't want her afterwards to feel like I got taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's yeah. most important. Facts. I told you, you do it, make sure it's on your terms. I, there you go. I, I, I totally agree. I think I'm going to go in for the trifecta. I don't know what Keltrick was about to say, but for me, I totally agree. The way you elaborated and broke it down, because, I mean, when you threw that caveat in there, your daughter was like, oh, oh no. But at the end of the day, if it's your choice and you made the willing decision and this is what you wanted to do and this is something that you willingly wanted to do, I, I can't be mad at you. Like Ross said, he said it perfectly. I don't want you to feel like you got over, like you were pressured or you feel like you had to. This is a choice. You were like, I want to do this. Okay. You made that willing decision. Hopefully it works out. If it doesn't work out, oh, well, you learn from it. Like John said, it's life lessons. But life as, long lessons, as, baby. as long as it's your choice and you were cognizant and clear-minded and you knew what the fuck you wanted to do, yeah. But I totally agree with John. I don't want to know about that shit either, though. Fault <laughs> and responsibility. Two different I mean, things. I want to know. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to talk through it. Yeah, I want to. No, no. I mean, I mean, in the sense, uh, of if she wants to talk to me, I'm there too. But yeah, I don't think I would want. I'm, I'm just saying, Neil. We 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 haven't always been good guys. Facts. All right? Facts. And, and we know that guys will play so many games that Facts. even when you think it's it's a pretty decent situation. You still got taken advantage of. So true. I would rather true, true, true. talk through it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not clear on that one either, Jay. Unpack it. The, the, there have no. been times That's true. Where, where dudes have presented options to women and the women felt like they are taking advantage of their options. And in actuality, it was just a game that was set up. Facts. And it really, it, 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 the deck was stacked. There were no real options. It's, it's like magic. In magic, you force people to see. What, what you, you want, want them to see. to see. Yeah. And we know that there are a lot of dudes who do that. So then when the shorty's like, yeah, this is what I've always wanted to do. No, it's really? what I made you think that you wanted. Facts. Really? I agree with you. So I would rather want to be oh, in a position oh, no. to unpack that, to be like, okay, so how'd it go down? And what'd he do? And where was his people's? And 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 what about that other shorty that was calling during the time? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think there's nothing wrong with having those conversations yeah. with your daughter. Well, I'm I'm saying I don't want to get like the the aftermath type discussions. I'm you know oh what you talking about, Rashim? I I can definitely get with that, but I'm more along the lines of like you know there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? With this sex. is your body. You're an adult. You are responsible. Yeah, I mean, is, is that uh, so? Let me ask y'all: Have y'all seen that thing about what New York is teaching people about masturbation, like with the kids? No, mm -hmm. I I know what you're talking about. I, I don't. Go ahead. What Set it up, Jay. So, because it, it ties into this a little bit. In short, basically, there's like a sex ed class for first graders, and they basically talk about masturbation. But from a first grade, you what is that five six year old perspective? Like this is your yeah. body. Oh. Want want want. Yeah, they've been trying to do that. Well, I won't put my situation on blast, but y'all know where I teach at. They tried to do. They're doing that in health class from two years ago. They got like masturbation condoms, how to put it on, dildos. Yes. Anal beads. I, I was, I was, they put they putting all that all out there in classes already. I, I, I was um 
I had to go down to Richmond for a funeral a couple weeks back. And on the way back, I stopped at a, um, a Waffle House because I love Waffle House. And then now I'm on my phone and I'm just flipping through the articles that pop up. There was one article that was talking about how pretty much everything you're saying, they've been doing that in Europe forever. Yep. And, and, right. and, and because of this education, well, they're making the correlation that because of this education, teen pregnancies are down. Not even down. They don't compare to what 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 it looks like in America. Um, the the, the, the issues that we have with sex and sexuality and body image and da, da, you don't have those issues over in Europe because they start young talking about these things, and and you know we like to thought the word normalize. They have normalized it so that as they grow up, it just STDs or compared to America non-existent. Don't exist. Compared to America, pregnancy teen pregnancy is non-existent. And because they start the education early, I see nothing wrong with that. Well, I don't know though, but you know, but you know how I felt as a health teacher. Like I said, I'm not going to put out my district, but as a health teacher, fam, when I say they had a legitimate kit, and they were like, "Yo, this is the curriculum," and when I say literally, they had con, and I'm not being extra, they had condoms, lubes, anal beads, videos, every possible thing you could think of, and I was like, "Yo." I'm not teaching this to middle schoolers, yo. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, in in is, my mind, you're, you're, in my mind, I'm thinking just like those Texas people who don't want to teach uh, uh, critical race theory. I'm not teaching this. No, you're, I could do that. I could do that. Beyond, I'm not teaching about just, and, and anal bees to middle schools. There's Neil, no way I'm doing that. That, Neil, that, that. Neil. What's up, sir? This is the first grade. These are first graders. You're five, six years Beyond road. Teaching right. them. I'm not teaching that period. I'm saying I agree with you. I'm not trying to teach that period. That's weird. Why? Here's, here's, here's where I land on it. I, I'm torn, right? Part of me is like the more you know, the more informed you are to make your own choices. Mm-hmm. The flip side is as a parent, do I want it to be done under my, under my own terms, my own conditions, right? Mm-hmm. Because what I saw in the video, I thought it was a bit direct, and maybe that's okay. I don't know, right? Like, I, no, there's no blueprint to this parenting thing, man. We all are just trying to figure this thing out and do the best we can and do better than what we experience most of the time. So, I, I would have to just read more about it. As long as it wasn't something that was done off the fly, then I would, I would have some questions. But no, I mean, I, I, I've been to Europe, and, and right. Most of us who traveled and been over there, like nudity is no big deal. Like kids that are like, like seven, eight, nine, ten, women that are 35, 65, 105, they're all topless. No big deal. Nobody's nobody's nobody cares. Nobody's tripping. Not yeah, at all. But nudity is on regular is, television. But but that isn't something that just happened. So no, it, would, it's, it's, yeah. it's an evolution over time. More yes. than just the evolution. I would I would it's more than just evolution. I would challenge you to just go Google the intentional efforts that they yeah, place you know. in education. Nah, we don't, because no, you, you and I know, but a lot of people don't know. They were intentional efforts placed in destigmatizing sexuality so that so that they can have that existence. And now if New York is starting to make, make that move, Jana, I would love to put your comment up on the screen, but it's going to cover both Keltrick and, and Neil's face. So, Do it real quick. I don't mind. Cage is gonna not gonna like it. <laughs> I just think I just think that there has to be a, a intentional movement, an intentional movement but towards you, 
teaching well, and, this stuff. And I, and, I, and I agree with you, because you know what I will say, based on the school system that I was in, they would send out letters to say, if you want your child to be exposed to this learning experience, cool. And if you didn't, during that time, they would out. be excused. They'd be out but from the classroom. So the choice was given. So the, it's argument, like, yeah. the argument, though, Neil, is you can opt out of something else. So critical race theory, just use that as an example. How many people will opt out of that? How many people opt out of sex education? How many, you know, you created this 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 whole groundswell of of, of reasons that people say, you know what, you get real selective, mm -hmm. and you don't be more, you don't be well, well, you don't be, you're not well rounded. So if I'm only picking and choosing, cherry picking what education I want, I mean, I don't know if that's as as, as beneficial. But you know, what, and what was the young lady's name? Rod, I just said it. I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. Joni, Jonette. Man, you just got out Yeah, Joanne. I totally agree with you. <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't want to mess the name up. But Joanne, I totally agree with you. But but to to to, What's to John's saying, point, man? John's point, most of these kids are probably experimenting anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I guess I could see like I'm I'm against it, but I guess I could see like how John said kids are probably doing it anyway. So if you're getting educated from it and your parents allowed it to be like, all right, expose them to this, it'll be fine. But I don't know. I've just America is confused. When I say that, when did I say he, that? You didn't. He made it up in his mind. Okay. He does that from time to time. Yeah, sorry. Right. Okay. Go ahead, Neil. <laughs> I said America America is confused. We're so conservative. That we're not, we're not we we won't even allow ourselves to even go down that road. But behind closed doors, everybody doing it, yeah. everybody experiencing it. Um, it's just that we want to we want to hide behind, and I'll go there. Religion, like we talk about, you know, we're Christians and God. Well, Y'all say that people say that Christians, God, feel like that kind of mess. And so people tie all. Here, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, people tie this 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 Christianity umbrella to all of the shit that they try to say we're not but yet and still we do so let me ask you a question Kelsey, and i like your comment at what age personally to you straight no chaser what age do you feel children should be opposed to the whole gamut of sexual intercourse everything at what age do you think is acceptable i think it depends on your kid it's not a, it's not an age thing i think it's your kid so you know my daughter she she just is discovering her body right I, i'm looking like it was weird to me. Like I'm, I'm giving her a bath, and now it's time for her to put on her clothes. And she looking down and touching. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, she's like, what are these? Like, that's your chest area. Nobody touches your chest area except when mommy and daddy are giving you a bath, and you go to the doctor. And other than that, nobody else should touch your, your chest area. Also, you have a private parts. You know, like that's the conversation at, at three. Mm -hmm. And if we see other signs that that need to be addressed and, and talked about, then we'll have we'll, we'll we'll expand the discussion. So I think it depends on your kid, what you see. No, I but mean, see, I'm, what I'm, was I'm crazy? Thinking... Literally, at five years old, a year older than my daughter is right now, I was getting molested. No, I get I, mm. so that, so okay. You know, it it it. You got to just make sure you tell your kid the things that you think are relevant to help keep them as safe as they need to be. And then as they make the decision to expand their own curiosities, they do it in a safe manner. That's I, I it. Definitely understand. Okay, John. No, I mean, that's it. I mean, you got to talk to them on an age appropriate, you know, where they can understand exactly what's going on, but this is literally their body. I mean, I feel like so much that we don't teach kids the things that they really, really need to know 
You know what I'm saying? In many different ways. This is just one element of it. Um, our, our priorities are screwed up, in my opinion. But and I think Rod had asked me a question. Earlier. He was like, why did I feel uncomfortable? And it goes back to the question that I, I, I just asked Keltrick. I'm like, I think parental talk about sexual whatever, you know, discovering yourself is different as opposed to full-fledged visualization, Anal videos, beans. like the whole dynamic. Because when you have a, <laughs> a learning curriculum, they're bringing out the tools, they're showing you the video, everything. And I'm like, oh my God. What Wait a minute, yo, the internet. Is there a test? So like if you did this curriculum, would you like have to pass a test? And if you did, if you what failed you know? it, what would happen? Would you? No, have no, to it's not a test. Class? It's just like they got the A's and the V. It's just a discussion. It's just a discussion. Okay. So it's just like, go ahead, Ron. You got an anal B kit? Tell the truth. <laughs> Neil, you got an anal B kit? Fuck no. Go ahead, Ron. So, so yeah, I would, I would <laughs> rather, <laughs> yes, I would rather them have that education than not have it, experiment, and then have to deal with either pregnancy or STDs. But at yep. what age, though? I'll put the same question to you. Is there an age that you feel like it's like, well, this is too young, like, I don't want that discussion yet? I think I think in elementary school is a good time to start to have that discussion. Now, I'm not saying that means first grade, but by the time you hit fifth, sixth grade, I think it's okay to start having that discussion and start mm -hmm. showing them things and talking them through responsible um, sexual uh, exploration and protecting yourself from STDs and how people get pregnant. If you go on a middle school and and you haven't had no class on human sexuality whatsoever, I think for me in New York we had human sexuality in middle school. Mm -hmm. and, and but I think that even that's too late. I agree because you already exploring by that time. You 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 hunching and giving hickeys and everything else in the middle school. Well, we we, we called it humping. No, no bullshit. No bullshit. Eh, but, but that was going on. That was going on. Right. In elementary school. Stop acting like it wasn't. You can either get taught about it by somebody who's trained and has the curriculum and blah, blah, blah. Or, or the you can talk to your friends and people and hear it from it. Either way, you're going to hear about it. You're going to learn about it. So, I mean, people need to get off that, in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah I mean. It's a little much. You got, you know, you can get them on an age appropriate level anyway. So there you go, man. I mean, uh, it, that quick. We've done this for like an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, we, it was fast, man. Yeah. Y'all want to talk about what y'all on for a long time? That one topic y'all kept going back and forth about? We ain't not going oh, the ancestors. No, I'm not talking about it. I'm not bringing it back. Okay. I'm just saying, like, that's what we spent a lot of time on the ancestors. Oh, yeah. The that's honest, the bonnets. But go ahead, John. Tell me one more time where they can find us, Big John. SoundCloud, YouTube, this dude Instagram. Drunk, uh, what else? I love you, Keltry. And a bunch of other spots. Anywhere too, that there are some podcasts, you can find this podcast. And we got my new favorite thing, one thing, one thing that you want to recommend people see, do. Yes, every week. Every week, whether it's a book, TV show, movie, a restaurant, a beer, Whatever you did, one thing this week that you want to tell people about, real quick. I want to tell people, the chasers, thank you guys for listening. We got three more followers. <laughs> That's right. That's on, right. On YouTube. So let's keep them going, man. We need y'all to help grow this platform. Facts. Now, what are you? What are you asking now? One thing you, the, want one thing you want to recommend? Anything? Liquor, movies, 
anything, anything, a restaurant, Furniture, recipe, book, whatever, anything. something. I'll go first. So there's a show called The Expanse on Amazon Prime. Really, really good show. The fifth season, I believe, is about to come out and then it's going to be going off the air. If you like science fiction, please check out The Expanse on Amazon. Mm, okay. Keldrick? <laughs> come on, y'all, man. Come on. Come yep, on. AK. Nothing. Um, I will say, if you can, at some point in time, if you got grass, cut it. It's very therapeutic. <laughs> hey, that counts. That counts because she's right. I love cutting my grass. Cutting no damn grass. Nah. I mean, your allergies. grass could be. Hey, listen. My allergies will not will not allow for it. You can use your imagination. If you got grass, at some point in time, you should cut it. It's very therapeutic. I'm gonna leave it at that. Like I have my my uh, my Duncan Hines. What is he saying? What is Stupid. he talking about? Right. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't get this? You can do both. I think I, I think I know what you're trying to say. And I yeah, was with you. We got it. Obviously about cutting grass. No, I, I literally cut the grass. But I'm, I'm saying like in, in addition you, to that, y'all can do that Thank too. you, Keltrick. Yes. 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 Therapeutic. Appreciate we got it. You. We got you. We got you. It's therapeutic. Pretty much. Um... <laughs> Let me let y'all know something, y'all. I'm up to chapter 80 in Broken Brotherhood. This is the follow-up to Black Rabisi. Mm. If you have not read Black Rabisi, yo, Rob, you my you my peoples. Really? Have you purchased Black Rabisi? R-I-B-I-S-I? If you haven't, then we, we can't be close like that. We can't be really that. That you can't really be that much of my peoples. And read it. And read it. Don't just buy it. Buy it and read it, because you will be shocked at how good of a story it is. I'm just letting you know, my recommendation is as soon as I'm done with Broken Brotherhood and I put it out there, you need to get it. After you read Black Rabisi, you go on, your mouth is going to be wide open. Nice. And then once you once you read Broken Brotherhood, you're going to be mad at me. There you go. Nice. Go on ahead and take a look at it. There it is. There it is. Hey, and we don't have we anybody pre-read that joint? Send it my way. Man. And I think we touched on it earlier. Okay, no, you're not going to pre-read it. Pre-read it. You're going to get. You're going to get it after it's going through its beta test and the the copy mm. editors and all that good stuff. Because I want you to have the polished version. Nice, my man. Nice, nice. And then for me, the last thing is uh, I'll take the end part. I think we touched on it. Um, mental health is real. Take care of yourself. If you need to disconnect. Just take care of yourself. Do the right thing. Work, uh, yeah, you already know, Kelsey. We already know. We laughing. It's, it's okay. It's okay to take care of yourself. Um, my brother Keltrick hits me up during the week sometimes, saying he just finished his set in the gym. You know, check in. So take care of yourself. All right. I'm gonna do one last thing too, um, just because it's Pride Month, right? And I want to be in close oh, and be oh, a yeah, really no good doubt. ally. So shout out to the people. Uh, that's celebrating Pride Month. No doubt. No doubt. And always, thank y'all for listening, tuning in, rocking with us. You can be anywhere in the world, but you rocked with us. We appreciate you. I don't know. John left, so I don't know what to say. Yeah, so on that Did note, he bounce? Yeah, he oh, bounced. No, hold, on out, baby. hold on a second. He, he, he's right here. Right, here. right here. I don't know what happened. right here. I don't know what happened. Your internet. Your internet. Yeah, you got the final word, John. cat turned it off. You, you say you think uh, your cat turned God it off. God bless and good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got. We gonna hit you on topic next week, man. We didn't have. We ran out of time. Wait, what was the topic? 
Thank you, Zalita. I was, I was trying to her name is Zoe. Um, like I said that. But I was saying that um I was trying to talk about it, but we ran we we went through the other topic, so it was uh we need to so, so, but what is it so I can get my mind ready for for, for next week? Jay is it I... is it is it okay to air out family business and social media? Woo wee, we gotta talk about that one. Is it because okay um to air out family business, yeah. Media? So like an example would be somebody just come out the blue, they're having some some family drama and they come out and blast the family. And it's on social media. So people who wouldn't even know about what's going on have exposure to this, and everybody's kind of left to pick up the pieces. Mm. And John, we didn't even talk about our topic we talked about earlier during the week. Which was what? Remember saying if when our children get older, what would they oh. say about us? You know, oh yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. We're gonna add that one to the next week. Next week, y'all. Come back, yeah. join us next week. Let's and try to get and, 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 and next week is Wonderful Woman Wednesday. So right. Um, and we gotta do a Father's Day, like Keltrick said too. A Father's Day joint. Yeah. Father's Day. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Going. We love y'all. All right, family. Y'all enjoy y'all evening. Um thanks for rocking with us. That's it. My reader. And we out. Yeah. Straight, straight, no chaser. No chaser.